Welcome, listeners, to another Velocify podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and we're here with Lona Duncan today of Styleland. How are you, Lona? I'm doing great. Thank you, Michael. That's good. So tell us, how did you start Styleland, and how did it come to form? So I've been in the fashion tech space for about almost five years now, uh, just trying different things. But I started at a startup weekend. I don't know if you know what startup weekend is but it's a hackathon. Uh, it's about 54 hours. You come in with an idea, uh, you pitch it to the audience, and then you build a team. And then at the end of that hackathon, you're able to give a presentation in front of judges like the Zappos guys, and then uh, the winner is announced. So we were the winners for fashion and technology. So we continued to build the app after that, but that's how I got started with this. Congratulations on that. And we saw that you were a model previously. Has that helped you build your name for yourself and a brand? Yeah, so being a model was just uh, one way of entering the fashion industry. It hasn't helped me or not helped me in any way. It was great to do that for a few years because I learned so much about photography and pictures and agents and what it takes to be successful. And also kind of running your own business because as a model you manage a lot of your own clients or you have different agencies you're working with, so you're always negotiating and seeing which job to pick. Then I transitioned into marketing after that because I didn't think that modeling would be my career forever. So that's why I continue to do other things and also start this company. With your company being a media-based company and being online, has it led you across the world to meet different people? I would say that I have traveled the world because of my own curiosity. I've been to many countries, maybe like 65 now, and it's mostly because of you know work and travel and school. I've been able to kind of formulate my life around travel and do what I like. It hasn't been mostly for fashion, it's been for everything. Like travel inspires me in every way, so I love to explore and be curious about things. What do you think the hardest part of starting this has been? Well, starting your business, first of all, is the hardest thing you'll ever do. There's so many roadblocks on the way. There's so many naysayers. There's so many people telling you you won't be able to do it and people coming and going in your business and people promising things and not delivering things. So every day there's challenges. Every day you want to give up because it's so hard. But the thing that you have to do is if you believe in your dream and your idea is you have to keep sticking to it and keep believing, keep working on it. Uh, Otherwise, it's very easy to give up. You have so many reasons to give up. Every day you have reasons to give up. But you just have to say, hey, I'm just going to stick with it. This is my journey. I'm going to make this work. And that's what I've been doing. And that's what keeps me working every day. That's definitely good motivation. Positivity comes back, and it's, it's like a circle. With that being said, what do you think your biggest fear was going into business? Fear is failure, of course, because you are used to winning. You are used to always being the best. But uh, when you're on your own, there's so many unknowns. And that's the thing about a business. You can start something, and even though you might have had a successful business before, it doesn't mean you're going to repeat that success again. There's so many things you cannot control. There's so many things that uh, you know can go wrong and will go wrong. And so there's fear every day about everything. But you just, like you said, you have to stay positive and say, hey, I'm going to affect whatever I can. The rest, let the world be, and hopefully I'll be one of the success stories. And if not, I've learned a ton. Going on your style journey and just being from multiple parts of the world and just learning all these languages. What do you think your favorite part of the style journey has been? So the dream I have with Styland is for people to be able to experience culture through fashion. And the reason for that is that if I'm going to Tokyo, 
I want to be able to rent another girl's closet and look like a girl from Tokyo so that I can experience that um, culture through her fashion. So I can have a different dimension of that experience through fashion. And that's like one of the biggest dreams I want for Stylin is to go international so that people can travel the world without a luggage and be able to arrive at these places like, you know, Mozambique or Rio de Janeiro and just like look like a local, you know, whether they want to wear their ethnic wear or whether they want to wear the latest and greatest trends from a fashion blogger, they're able to access their closet and they're able to look fabulous at a, you know, tenth of the retail price. I know what effect fashion has on people and I think it's really fantastic to be able to bring that to the masses and let everyone feel like amazing and fabulous and walk into that interview and get the interview and walk into the date and get the husband if they want or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. I truly believe in that. So I hope that we can become international at some point that we can make that dream come true. That's a great idea because when you travel to another country, you want to experience their culture. It's hard when you look like a tourist <laughs> and you're not blending in. Internationally, that'd be a great great tool for everybody. Have you ever looked for people for help? That's a really good question. As a founder, you're alone a lot of the time, but it's very good to ask for help, which is from your peers. So other female founders have been a really amazing resource for us. There's this group called Dreamers and Doers on Facebook where it's a bunch of women from all over the world that are founders and they ask each other any question, they meet up with each other, they have brunches, they talk about business, and that's been really helpful. In addition, we were part of Y Combinator, which is the most prestigious accelerator in the world. And they have a lot of advisors there, so we were able to get advice whenever we want to from some of the best people in Silicon Valley. So that has been very helpful. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you know your business best. So a lot of the times it comes down to you in terms of what decisions you make. So you can hear all these people, they'll give you all kinds of advice, but you have to be careful how to decipher it and make sure that it applies to, to you at this time. Business is a great way of seeing how strong you are mentally and how much you can really take before you break. What is the most shocking thing you've learned along the way? I don't know if anything shocks me anymore. <laughs> I've been through so much. In the beginning, you would get these disappointments and you'll realize certain things and just like, wow, how could people do that? Like, how could this person tell me that they'll do this for me at this time, but like not follow through? So I don't think anything really shocks me anymore. I expect anything and everything from everybody. So I don't get, you know, disappointed. But yeah, I don't, I don't think anything shocks me anymore. I know too much. That's good though. That's good because now you're like, you're not blind or you're not surprised about anything that just pops up out of nowhere. If you could do anything over again, what would you do over again? Um, I think I'm pretty happy with my life and the way that it's gone. I would say that I would have started earlier in terms of my business. If I could uh, and, and try different things at a younger age it would be interesting if I had started earlier I also would have loved to learn how to code when I was younger uh, so that I can better understand the product and the product side of the business what's the greatest lesson do you think you could pass on the listeners perseverance that's the only thing I would say um, it's a long and hard journey so if you don't have the stamina for it you won't make it. Very few companies become billion dollar companies. I think the statistic is like 0. 0.000016, so it's like super small. We hear about the big stories of the Mark Zuckerbergs and the Snapchats of the world. However, it is you know pretty hard to have a billion dollar company. So I would say if you believe in something, do it because you want to do it and you want to change the world. 
don't do it because of money. Uh, money may or may not come. Most likely it will not come. Just be careful. Don't only chase money. Chase something that is bigger to you. I definitely agree with that. And I feel a lot of people that I've talked to and a lot of people that I've met who are trying to enter the business world, they only think of the money aspect because when you enter the business world, you assume like, oh, I want to be like Bill Gates. I want to be like Mark Zuckerberg. And they don't realize how much work it really takes to get to that stage. So right now, we're going to move on to rapid fire questions. This is going to be across the board, anything. And our first question is going to be, what's your favorite song to really jam out to? My favorite song in the world right now, it's uh, Prayer in C. And I love that song just because of the words and what it says. And it just makes me super happy and gets me to my happy place. What is the nastiest food that you've ever eaten? Oh, dear. There's been a lot of those moments, especially across... Eastern Africa as well as in Nepal. When I was climbing to Everest, the base camp, you go through these um, huts along the way and they only serve one type of food which is like dal bats, which is like like lentils but after you eat it so many times you can't after so many stops I couldn't eat it anymore and then at a certain elevation my appetite went away. It's so like at 5,000 meters your appetite starts going away so the last couple of, couple of days of that climb, like I had trouble eating. Like I couldn't eat because it just wasn't, it didn't taste very good. If you could hang out with any actor or actress, who, do, who would it be? I don't have a lot of those um, wishes because I've been lucky enough to meet so many famous people and so many great people in the world that I don't think that I have this desire to hang out with a certain actor. For me, uh, what I want to do is spend time with people that I have a good connection with and really go deep uh, versus having superficial conversations, which can happen with probably famous people because they don't have a lot of time. Everybody wants their time. Everyone wants to like take a picture with them. Everyone wants to do something with them. So I feel bad for them sometimes. When I see them, I don't want to go and be like, hey, how's it going? Let's talk. Because the last thing that you want to do is talk to some stranger <laughs> that thinks that they know them. What's your idea of an ideal vacation? Oh, God, I have so many of those uh, dreams. <laughs> I love vacation, especially right now in the summer. Uh, everyone is in Europe, and I come from Europe, so my ideal vacation is in Europe. It has to be in my country, in Albania, because we have the most amazing beaches, and the water is like crystal clear blue and beautiful and clean and so great to swim in. Uh, my dream would be to have this gigantic boat, uh, yacht, very very big yacht <laughs> and invite all of my friends and spend at least like a week or 10 days traveling cruising the coast and having amazing food having an amazing DJ so I have really good music <laughs> European music <laughs> and just really enjoy the sun the sea the food the good company what do you think the hottest trend of the summer this year is? I think um, these ruffles, what I'm wearing. It's like this off-the-shoulder off shirts with like ruffles. Um, also colors that are really like pastel colors, so really pretty ones that are like yellow or lavender, like really beautiful um, light colors. Just love like the, these colors, and they have been uh, staying in the staples in the summer ever since. What's the most interesting city you've ever been to? Yeah, I'd say Shanghai. I think uh, I used to live there and it was the best time of my life. I mean, so many fun people, so many fun parties, uh, just like a really good vibe atmosphere that you have with expats.
It's really fun. What would you say like your go-to TV show or movie is? Oh dear, <laughs> I don't I don't watch any TV, so I'm super boring. <laughs> I think this is an interesting question to always ask people because you get such a, a variety of responses. What is your idea of an ideal good Saturday night? <laughs> so for me, it would be probably to relax and spend time with myself and reflect on work, on the week, my personal life. Uh, the reason Saturday is good for that is because you don't really have a lot of pressing emails, hopefully. And Saturday can be a day, a, a night where everyone goes out. So. It won't be like the most selected crowd when you go out. Uh, so for me, I'd rather, if I like to go out, I'd rather go like on a Wednesday or Tuesday, maybe on a Thursday. But Friday and Saturday, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out. I'll just chill, be by myself. I kind of like to do the contrary of what people will do. So I like to go against um, the wave a lot of times in many ways, like in fashion and the things that I choose to do, where I go, what I do. I don't like to follow tradition or follow a path. I'm always taking the very unknown path to the right. The road less traveled, the, the best way and most interesting way to go. If you could have any pet in the world, what pet would you have? Oh dear. So it's kind of, I don't know if it's good for animals to have them as pets because we are really restricting them to what they're supposed to do and live their life freely in their natural habitat. Um, I think dolphins are really, really nice and sweet. I think that would be that would be the ideal pet, <laughs> but I wouldn't have any time to do anything with it because I'm always traveling or being somewhere. So I'm not a pet person. I could uh, I could not keep a plant alive. I don't know how to keep a pet alive. <laughs> what do you think the most interesting language you've learned is? Um, I think Portuguese is really beautiful, especially the Brazilian Portuguese. I think when I first learned it and then moved to Brazil and were able to practice it, um, I just love the intonation and how they uh, they go up and down in terms of like how they pronounce certain words but yeah I think but my favorite language actually is Italian I love Italian it's really really great what would you say your favorite clothing item is so for me I love to look different every day so I don't like to wear the same thing twice unfortunately so I don't have many clothing items that I wear all the time I'm always like changing or renting something new or I don't really have one piece that I can say, oh my god, this is it. I'm just always changing things. I'm always in a state of chaos and change. I have like four wardrobes spread out in different places of the country. I don't know where my things are. Um, so yeah, I don't have a favorite piece. Would you rather be able to live in space for three days or live underwater for three days? Oh, I'd love to live in space for three days because I've been underwater uh, scuba diving a lot. Um, so that's kind of interesting. I've, I kind of have a fear being underwater and, you know, your tube's not working or something and then you have to shoot up to the surface. And I have a fear that I don't remember how to do that safely. <laughs> of course, you learn that, but you forget all of it. But space sounds interesting, of course. I'd love to explore that. Uh, maybe with SpaceX or uh, when they have uh, travel for people that can afford it, because right now it's probably like super expensive. <laughs> but that would be really awesome. What would you say your favorite fashion icon is? I mean, this might be a little cliche, but I just really admire Kate Moss and how she's been able to really reinvent herself through each decade that I've been very interested in fashion. So that wraps it up for today. and. 
hopefully you have a beautiful day in New York and beautiful day listeners. And it was a really fun time being able to talk to Lona Duncan, CEO of Styleland, and make sure to check out her app because if you're traveling and wherever you are, you got to be able to just see the other styles of different people and just really feel the culture and just really blend in to wherever you're going. So thank you and hopefully you have a good rest of the week and have a good night. Thanks guys. <laughs> this has been Velocify Presents Hashtag Style Journey.